everyone, welcome back to the Bible Project Podcast. And we're continuing together through the book of Genesis, and we've reached Genesis chapter 6. And the verses we'll be looking at today will cover verses 17 through 22, which is the preliminary to the flood, the story of Noah and the flood. I'd remind you that a full transcript of all of these podcasts is available in the episode notes of any audio version of the podcast that you might be listening to. So let's pick up the story of Noah and the Flood, reading chapter 6, verse 17 of Genesis. And it says this, and this is God speaking through the narrative. I am going to bring floodwaters on the earth to destroy all life under the heavens. Every creature that has the breath of life in it, everything on earth will perish. So the declared purpose of the flood is to bring about the destruction of everything that breathes. This is said, I believe, to emphasize the universality of the destruction that is coming. However, there's going to be an exception. Let's look at the next couple of verses. But I will establish my covenant with you, and you will enter the ark, you and your sons, and your wife and your sons' wives with you. You are to bring into the ark two of all living creatures, male and female, to keep them alive with you two of every kind of bird, of every kind of animal, and of every kind of creature that moves along the ground, will come to you to be kept alive. In other words, God is declaring he's going to destroy everything, but he's also going to make a promise to ensure that life survives on the earth, and he's going to use Noah and do it through Noah and his family. The narrative continues, you are to take every kind of food that is eaten, and store it away as food for you and for them. Noah did everything just as the Lord commanded him. Bottom line here is Noah believed the Lord. Bottom line is Noah did exactly as he was told. In the New Testament, in the book of Hebrews, it helpfully gives us some extra background to the story. Hebrews 11.7 tells us this, Noah, being divinely warned of the things yet not seen, moved with godly fear and prepared the ark for the saving of his household, by which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness which is according to faith. So you see, bottom line is Noah had faith. He believed the Lord, but importantly he obeyed the Lord also. Peter, in his first letter, He tells the people he's writing to that Noah had preached for 120 years warning of the coming judgment. So the sum of these verses tell us that in the midst of a corrupt and violent world, God commissioned one man, a man to obey him and to create a safe place. He warned of what was happening while at the same time creating a safe plan of escape within that warning, within that judgment. Now remember back at the first part of the passage how Noah stood in stark contrast to everybody around him in the society in which he lived. So what's the spiritual lesson for us? Noah listened to the Lord and did what he was told to do. But it all began with just him having faith, believing the Lord. God spoke, Noah listened and Noah believed. Noah lived in a world that had turned its back on God and that had degenerated into violence. The great stark contrast in this passage is that some hear the word of God and ignore it and some hear the word of God and respond in faith and obedience to it and as a result they find a safe place, a sanctuary, a place of salvation, a place where they can be blessed whilst others around them continue to descend into wickedness and violence. 
Now I'm sure many of us have, and most people have probably heard this story and they've known about it all their lives. But how do you ever realise that at the point Noah built his sanctuary it had never rained? There had been no rain on the earth up to this point. The Lord comes to Noah and says I want to build a boat because I'm going to send a flood and it's going to rain for 40 days and for 40 nights. And Noah probably said what's rain? I've never seen rain. Because it says earlier in Genesis that the ground was watered from within the springs of the earth. So Noah, having never seen rain, God says, you know, I want you to build an ark and it's going to rain. I'll talk to you about the rain later in a sense. Just carry on, have faith and build the ark. So what do you think happened? What do you think the people around him did? I'm sure they probably laughed at him. People said, what are you doing that for? Noah's answer would have been simply because the Lord told me to do it. Now this tells me that we too can be condemned by the world when we try and build God's place of sanctuary on this earth, when we, through our work and through our actions, are caught in the mission of building a safe place, a community, a church for people. Many, many Bible teachers and pastors have come to this passage before me and have pointed out that the ark is an illustration, a metaphor for the church. The ark is where people went to escape God's judgment. But have you noticed that the ark is declared to only have one door? There is only one door in the New Testament also, and that tells us that Jesus Christ is that one door. Jesus himself said, I am the way, the truth and the life, and no one comes to the Father except through me. So if you want to be safe, if you want to get to heaven, if you want to have your sins forgiven, then simply get in the ark that God has provided through that one door. And in the New Testament context, and for us today, that simply means trusting in Jesus Christ. This story begins with Noah finding grace in the eyes of the Lord, and his receiving of that grace came through faith. So all of this begins and ends with faith, because Noah did exactly what the Lord told him to do. The bottom line is, we still today live in a very wicked world, but all we need to do to reject the ways of the world is to believe the Lord and do what he tells us. But there is also an element of that of warning others of the dangers of continuing to live by the world's standards. We are simply called to believe in the Lord and work for as long as the Lord grants to help build a safe place for other people here on earth, to build his church, his sanctuary, his haven, his ark, for others wanting to escape the violence and judgment of this world. Then those who want to can in faith step through the one door that brings an escape from violence, destruction and salvation from their own sin and judgment and the promise of blessings and future glory to come.